0: Hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode ninety-seven. I am Rando. And I'm Corey. And this is our keeping it average episode. I'll explain that in a minute. We are here with uh, lots of things to say and M and M's, uh, and
1: that's what I was going to say. You just stole my line.
0: <laughs> You're already in the M and M's over there. Yeah, I've got to take a picture of this and post it. On podcast. The also. only time I eat M and M's is over
1: here, sitting, yeah. sitting, doing, talking into the mic. Talk. Yeah, it's the best time to eat M and M's actually. Really, talking into a mic. Actually, you do very
0: well because you don't ever. You know, Sometimes, if you listen. Well, oh yeah, I'll need to find those times yeah. and kind of, kind of pump them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, today has been kind of a topsy-turvy day. Uh, we started out, uh, you know, when I woke up, you know, the first thing I do is check Storm our weather because I know you're up way before I am. And Sometimes. Well, yeah, generally. Well, you have sometimes take kids to sometimes school. Sometimes I get up and then go back to bed. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's why you don't answer my text at 10 yeah, o'clock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you had posted this
1: morning... Uh, Dense fog. I couldn't see the drive this morning. It was that bad, and I was like, "Where is our dense fog advisory?" I couldn't see cars coming at me until they were right on me. I couldn't see the stoplights. Wow, it was unbelievable. Wow, the entire drive to school, which is you know four or five miles away.
0: Now, what time
1: was this? It was. Well, this was later. I mean, I didn't take the like early kids seven or to eight school. or something. I took the later kid to school, so it had been about eight thirty.
0: Oh, okay. Because I got up about 9.15, 15. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, I would kind of wake up or what, give her, you know, rouse about about nine o'clock. And then I'd reach over to my phone and I saw that. It's like, well, that's weird. Uh, got up about 9 15, 9. 20, looked outside. It was foggy. Hmm. Crazy. And I almost said that in the forecast, you know, our my nightly forecast last night. And I didn't do it because we already had warmer air in the area because generally we get morning fog when the temperature, when we get this influx of moisture and the temperature will rise overnight. And we've had, you know, a few of those instances happen, but I didn't think it would be conducive this morning, but it, man, it sure was. And, and you said it. And so then I looked at the National Weather Service, there wasn't a DFA anywhere. No, I, I was really surprised. And, uh, did you get any comments on, on your post? I got one, I think. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure it was everywhere, because it was, it was dense at 9.20 when I got up, and the sun was just trying to shine
1: through, so right. I knew it was lifting. Same, it was the same way at 8.30. It, I could oh, really? see the sun, but it was still persistent down low. Weird. It was a very low... Fi- I mean, I couldn't see. It was unbelievable. That's crazy. People were pulling out in front of me because they couldn't see me. Oh, yeah. Don't you have a black car? Yeah. Oh, well, that's... Maybe not the best. I don't well, know. The headlights are on.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and every, we tell everybody, if there's a DFA, low beams out there and slow down. Please slow down. Um, that's the biggest causes of wrecks is people think, oh, well, I'm the only one on the road because I don't see anybody else. Well, guess what? You're not the only other person on the road. And you end up rear-ending somebody uh, because you can't see those brake lights. So mm-hmm. so I, I know you as a good storm door weather, avid driver. that you drive slow, uh, but it's just almost impossible to
1: to see when it's out there. Yeah, I couldn't even see the school from the parking lot of the school. See, that's nuts. It should have popped a DFA.
0: That's a dense fog advisor. You know,
1: sometimes they do when it's not as foggy, and then sometimes they don't when they need to, but there's no... There's not really a system in place for them to know that it's as foggy as it is if they're not at an observation station like at the airport. It right. may not have been foggy down there. Uh,
0: probably not.
1: Because so, yeah. they're
0: seven miles south and up on top of a mountain. you know, Correct. They may not be. Uh, and we have the, the benefit of the lakes, which I
1: think. Well, that's think- what plays a part in it a lot, yeah. the
0: fog for us. Yeah, I think it adds a lot. I mean, uh, that's the first place it's going to become foggy.
1: It's Taney Como, and it just builds from there.
0: Yeah, and, and if people, I mean, if people are not from this area, Taney Como is a cold lake. Right. Uh, because if you have seen any of the videos that Corey has posted when they open the gates at Table Rock uh, Dam, uh, that is water coming out of the top of the dam. But what people don't understand, a lot of people don't understand, is when those gates are closed, the water comes out of the bottom. Of you know, at the bottom of the dam, and that's cold water, and that's what supports the trout population. That's why we love trout. Yeah, if you if you like trout fishing, rainbow trout, uh, stripe, no, what rainbow and brown and brown, you know, come and fish tany Como. It is a fantastic. Uh, I
1: don't have a lot of success with, with trout fishing. I'm I like it early, yeah, I like it if I'm on a boat and drifting down. I bet that's Lamar good. at, at, uh, Scotty's trot dot could could set us up and you show, know, show us how to fish. It's,
0: yeah, show us. Yeah, we need to have Lamar on the podcast. I don't know if he listens. That would be great. That would be kind of fun because he tells. Why tell have us, we
1: never thought about that before? I don't know. We need to reach out. He has so, a wealth of information on on Taney on Cumber and Table Rock. Like. Let's see if we can get him on the podcast sure. the next week. Um, yeah, Lamar. So if you're
0: listening to this, uh, message us or we're going to message you because you'd be really, really fun to have on the podcast. And for those who don't know, uh, Lamar runs, what is it, the Scotty's Trout Doc? Yes. At Taney Como and uh, uh, sometimes sends us some really cool, awesome pictures yep. of, of the sunrise and the sunset and the clouds and stuff. So we we really, really appreciate uh, L- Lamar. So yeah, send us some more stuff. But like all good things, you know, it was warm this morning.
1: It, I, did we reach 60? We got close to it. Um, um, I'm not sure. It would have been earlier on. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think we did. I Probably earlier. not. I mean, we got I, we we were up there, but not quite sixty. Yeah, and the
0: overnight low didn't get that low either. That's the, that's the weird part because when I was doing the the daily video last night, you know, I always I always call it up on the National Weather Service and look and see that as late as I can because I'm not going to get up at five o'clock and do this. <laughs> I'm I'm going to do it the night before, but usually it's about midnight when I do it. Uh, so it's it's a pretty accurate description. But I looked and it said, you know, the high. Uh, you know, today around somewhere around sixty, uh, but fifty nine point la-
1: seven is see, what we hit.
0: Fifty nine, yeah, it was right around sixty. But last night the overnight low um, was only forecasted to get to forty eight, and I thought, wow, at this time of year, forty eight is our almost our average high, yeah. and it's our over overnight low. So we 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 did have that that warm air. So it does make sense that fog happened. I just wasn't really thinking it would be this intense. This well, spring. it was. Yeah. Let me tell you. And then I got to work about, oh, about 1 o'clock. We did the, uh, the Hughes brothers did their yearly nativity up in Springfield at their steak center. And I played for them. And they, uh, uh, yeah, in Springfield. So I didn't have a lot of research but then come back and then they hook everything back up and I go there back to the theater early today and it was I had worn my coat and I thought wow this is really wild. So after the sound check then I came back outside and the wind had shifted. So about yeah. 1:30 it's like okay now 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 I see what's happening here. And then at intermission which is about
1: 3:15 uh it was getting kind of cold. And when I left, it was really cold. <laughs> we had a peak wind gust of 18.3 miles an hour. To say what direction? Is it uh, northwest? Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, they
0: said that it the wind was going to shift to the northwest with that cold front. And you posted that great graphic.
1: Um, I love those graphics because you, it, they're really vivid colors. Yeah, I was hoping it would be. I wasn't going to post one unless it was very colorful. And it sure was. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, because I, I mean, of course, I'm busy doing everything in the world right now. So I was texting you and saying, hey, you know, look at that graphic. See if we need to post a graphic. And it was it was awesome. Um, so temperature fell, and it was uh, pretty much, I think about, the forecast was about 5 o'clock. It was going to be in the low 40s. And I went and took the trash out a while ago. I mean, we were, we were recording this. It's about 7.50 on Monday night. And about 20 minutes ago, I took the trash out, and it was pretty cold. I mean, it wasn't freezing cold. I mean, I couldn't stay out there for an hour. But, um, yeah, the average high uh, for—see, I, ha- I have to take Springfield because, Branson, we don't have our record yet, but we're going to. <laughs> if we keep that keep that station yeah. going, we're going to have our, our climatology. Uh, but the average high uh, for Springfield is 46 today, and the average low is 26. So, really, 59 percent Six or seven is way above average, and but we're going to go back down to average, and I got to tell you, last week there was some agencies that uh, we were hearing, uh, none around Branson, they were of the TV variety, that were really talking about, oh man, there's going to be bitter cold. I'm i'm oh, concerned. concerned, you know, and we're gonna have all these these issues and you know, and getting everybody all scared and hyped up, and I'm sitting back going, Don't do that, just just don't, and sure enough, look what happened this week. we're gonna have highs slightly above average, right. Like tomorrow, they, we're they, be, they were thinking freezing or below for a high at the time. Well, you know what? And I even made a post about this. Right. right? You know, Because I, I, I'm not going to call people out. But my whole point is, you know, if you're going to use words it, like, I'm concerned. And, oh, we're going to do that.
1: Make sure it's like zero degrees. I'm concerned that we're going to be average. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm don't, don't. I'm concerned that it's going to be normal.
0: Yeah, and, and I've said this before on the podcast, and I've said it online and stuff. When you look at model data that's a week away, you can't rely on that. And Agreed last week was actually saying, yeah, there's that big cold Arctic, and there is cold air, but it's way up in the north. It's more like in, in Minnesota, and, and and it's really cold. But for here in Branson, no, and models are Always, almost 90%. I will say 91.3%. How's that? Yeah, 91.3%. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, every time we'll start backing off, uh, they will get really, really excited. and then, But then they'll start backing off on it. So they may say, ooh, temperature's going to be like 10 degrees down here. And that cold air is going to eh, be a, a week out. And we always say, you can't do that. You know it, we, we have to put it in the in the 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 category of eye candy at this point. And speaking of eye candy, let me let me tell you an example that probably will ninety one point three percent won't happen. Okay, I'm precedenting it with that. Do you hear me? Probably won't happen. But the GFS said two days before Christmas, a major snowstorm and probably some ice right across southern Missouri and Branson and Fayetteville and Miami. I've already called my mom said I'm not
1: coming home for Christmas. Oh, I would you know I mean that's two two weeks out, you know, two weeks out. called the grandma and said grandma, you can you know you're gonna have an extra bed yeah that I'm not gonna be using this this Christmas. So time. what I'm we're saying is if you're
0: going to look at model data, you have to look at it on a certain perspective as it is going to change unless you're like three days out. If you're if it's three days out and it says it's probably gonna snow, yeah. I'm it's gonna... just
1: data. Right. It is not a forecast. A guess. Right. It's data and it's guessing. It's not even good data.
0: No, you know, and that's why even our buddy Mike, our meteorologist buddy Mike, you know, he said the same thing we do. It's like it's eye candy. <laughs> It's eye candy at that point, you know. I'm I I did a perusal tonight of the GFS, and it goes out 384 hours, which is 15 days. I think it's 15 days. Yeah. So you know, so it's now tapping into Christmas Day, and so right at the end of that <laughs> that run, it's just saying this massive snowstorm, and I'm like, okay, so that's where. Did I make a post yet? Or I was talking about you know beware of the hypers. I was talking to somebody. It's like okay, I wonder or was it? Did I text you? I don't think you posted it yet. Okay, it's like just beware. And I, I may do I may do a a headline post to say okay, here's how you read long range model data. Just so everybody knows not to get excited until you know number one, it's just the GFS. The second thing is the Canadian doesn't even come in to play until ten days out, so all we have is the GFS, which is isn't reliable two weeks out. Okay, then once you get closer, if we get seven days out, then you get start getting the NavJim and the ICON and the, and the Canadian and the you start getting all these other models into play. Then you can kind of start making your you know a basis. You can start the model comparison. Say, but they're oh,
1: still not getting excited.
0: No, not not excited. I mean, now if if by chance, and I don't know if this has ever really happened, but seven days out if every single model is saying exactly the same thing.
1: I get cautiously cautiously optimistic. Uh, good phrase. Four days out is when I start, you know, getting, yeah, you know you're get, getting giddy a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing it could still change three days out, but we're headed
0: in the right direction. Yes, exactly. So not only, and that's just models. So then, what you need to do is start going to all of the uh, National Weather Service forecast discussions, or the AFD is what we call them, and start reading those because those are those are like the mesoscale discussions. They're 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 the ones that the agencies are talking about. But it's like, you know, we're we're gonna watch it. You know, so what's our categories? curve? we have high candy. Something to watch and
1: oh, well, we have something to gander somewhere. In something
0: there. to gander, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's okay. So, I think that's between, yeah, maybe eye candy, something to gander, we're gandering, and then yeah. something to watch because something to watch means okay, we have enough confidence that yeah, we're gonna watch that to see if something's gonna happen. And then, then you start getting into all right, uh, and then when the National Weather Service when they start getting excited winter weather advisories all sorts of stuff like that then we're going to then we do it so that's basically how it works
1: well there's a there's a uh, a sound effect we do not have on our iPad for the Ooh. for the for the podcast and that's a train for the hype train oh we need to get a train whistle you know i actually have the
0: the the, the audio for remember we we did a graphic oh yeah i remember that <laughs> i need to put the audio on here. That would be good. I, I'll, I'll truncate it. Okay, so that's... All right, so I'm going to write that down. Audio. Because we can use that in winter and spring. Hi, that's true. Hype train. Because which I think it's going to be used more in the winter, because
1: winter is more of a slower, progressive type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where a lot of the hype happens. Uh, uh. But we get hype at spring, too. Meteorological, meteorological spring is the next meteorological season. And I'm excited. Even though we missed meteorological <laughs> winter.
0: <laughs> we'll just have to hit winter, winter. Which yeah, is, we, we'll hit it. Which is the 21st? Yep. I think it's the 21st this year.
1: Grant's birthday. Oh, Grant's 21st birthday is on the 21st.
0: 12, 21, and he's 21. Yeah. Well, you know, I think spaceships would, like, you know, take off and stuff like that. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, so, okay, so that that's off of my, uh, that was my soapbox. It's like, you know, guys, just, you know, don't scare people. unless you need it because it's
1: it's it's a popular topic on Facebook because people people want it to happen to an extent yeah once it happens they're like what did we wish for you know
0: and then they complain about there's snow I can't go anywhere
1: but when you talk about (laughs) shutting down entire cities because of 15, 16 inches of snow or whatever Mm -hmm. people want to post that and spread the word or whatever it's all clickbait is clickbait.
0: And everybody knows from listening to us and following us that we are no hype, non-hype. Well, the, the sharers hype.
1: aren't necessarily the, the, the ones that right. I get upset with. It's the authors of the post, which are indeed creating clickbait to get likes and shares. They know how Facebook works.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm really surprised that one graphic, which is the United States and like, you know, 50,000 oh, inches yeah, yeah. of snow that goes around every year. Yep. And everybody's is, is gullible. Oh my gosh, that's this year? No, no, that ain't, ain't gonna happen. Um, so, so keeping in the eye candy, uh, I, I talked about the twenty third, but it looks the GFS is wanting to bring something in, and and this isn't hype uh, because I've checked the Canadian uh, next Sunday. There's a system going coming through the Rockies. Um, it's not big. Uh, the GFS is more aggressive on snow, but. Uh, meaning probably flurries, and then but the Canadian is is kind of bringing something in, and it's going to go a little bit north. So this is what we mean. It's seven days out. You can't or six or whatever is Sunday, uh, but the models have different placements. Uh, they they say something's coming in, but they have different placements, and we're not talking big. Okay, I'm not talking big at all. This is just what the models are saying. So we don't know. No. So it's something to Gander. Because I got two models now saying eh, it could be something. So if the icon latches onto it and actually the forecast, the National Weather Service forecast has rain for the weekend. So that's
1: that's what we're gonna go They're with. They're right known now. to change their forecast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The same day of
0: Yeah, I just wish they wouldn't do it at three AM because I've already recorded the thing <laughs> and then I yeah. have to go and re record that morning to correct what you know the forecast. That that rarely happens. Uh, so, so yeah. And, and I'm not singling out any, any particular person. I'm really not. It's just the whole concept. And, and the internet, you know, watching the news channels and stuff, it's like every, everybody wants to consume information immediately. So if there's one bad apple that starts, you know, putting bad information in there, it starts spreading like wildfire and then people
1: don't know well when you put them on facebook oh gosh. you can be still people are still sharing old information even though it's no longer correct oh i know it could be months ago right
0: and you're like no you really kind of need to look to see what the <laughs> what what the actual uh date of publication was uh I, I somebody uh you remember was it the last time we had our big uh, uh, where we were up till two o'clock in the morning, you know, with uh, posting all sorts of watches and warnings and stuff like that, and then about three days later, somebody shared the severe thunderstorm warning. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 and it's sunny. It's like no, that used to happen a
1: lot more than it does now. <laughs> really, <laughs> every time we'd have a storm system come through, three three days later they'd be sharing the live cast we did, and well, you know whatever. But yeah, it doesn't happen as often now, but it still does happen.
0: Oh, and yeah, yeah, and, and that's why I'm really vigilant on trying to say what today is like we were recording this tonight at seven so maybe at midnight something may change you know when you're they still share but yeah but you're probably listening to this podcast tomorrow so we're talking about data that we're seeing tonight or whatever um yeah there's something else i wanted to talk about too that uh it has to do with the the society of what we call the avid amateur weather enthusiasts, which is what we are. And there are a lot of weather enthusiasts out there. And a lot of them are good. And a lot of them, uh, uh, we follow too. I mean, because, you know, nobody has the one definitive right answer. So, uh, you know, we do our thing and we have, everybody should know the way we operate. We look at all of the government agencies, the National Weather Service, the Storm Prediction Center, the Hurricane Center, the Weather Prediction Center, the Climate Prediction. We have all of these. We look at their forecast discussions. We have access to models. We even uh, look at other amateur uh, weather enthusiast sites because maybe they picked on on something that that we didn't, you know. Uh, But ours is not to critique, and others should not be uh, critiquing either the whole idea uh for these weather enthusiast sites uh we have one goal in mind and that is to protect the public and safety and so we are all working together it is not a competition uh we work together we work with i mean we there's uh, i'm i'm in contact with other uh, the the authors for other uh whether enthusiast uh, sites here in Branson, and we work together to try and bring the public the best information we can. so uh, we've recently uh, seen that some people are dissing some people on uh, <laughs> on on that, and we just want to say you know you know if they're doing a good service, don't do that don't, don't do that, you know I mean I am not a gardener. Uh, I, I kill plants, <laughs> so I'm not going to go to gardening sites and start dissing gardening people. So, if you're if if you're not a weather enthusiast, uh, don't go to weather enthusiast sites and start dissing. People. I mean, we've had
1: a few on StormDAR that get on there and think they, yeah, you know, want to diss. And that's probably just their demeanor and how they act their agenda
0: that, and that's fine you know and that's why we have uh, a block button we on, hit on that ban
1: button. that's all i gotta do yeah you know never I, hear from him again
0: yeah you know i mean it's it, it, again it's not a competition we work with other agencies i mean i mean kevin is up in in uh central missouri is it missouri skywarn weather something like that yeah i watch his site you know he's got stuff up there that that you know, I watch, I mean Daryl, I watch Daryl's. I watch uh Green County. I mean there there's tons of them around here. So I guess my point is is like let's all just play nice. <laughs> J just, just just play nice. And if if it's not your bag, uh, just don't don't go to these sites. Just go
1: to the weather channel.
0: Go go to the weather channel. Oh yes. And you know what you can get from the weather channel? Not much. You can get the next name of the winter storm. That's true.
1: Oh. They they probably already got a name coming up. They know what it is. <laughs> they know what it is too.
0: Anyway, anyway, my whole point is I'm on my this, this is the soapbox episode. Anyway, my whole point is, you know, go for it. If your passion is weather and you're not spreading false information, you go for it. And I'm going to mention Cade. You do a great job. Keep doing what you do. We we enjoy it. It's your passion. I started I started I fell into the weather uh, enthusiast hole when I was 13 years old, and I, I got bitten, and I love it, and you started really young, didn't you, Corey? I mean,
1: yeah, I was about Kate's age. About 16? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, for those of you, of you that don't, don't, do not know Kate, he's a 16-year-old uh, high school student from uh, Rocky from Missouri, and he started his page, Wooloway Weather, that's his last name, and uh, he he does a great job i mean he blows other 16 year olds out of the water Oh and he's yeah. going to be very very knowledgeable as he gets older
0: yeah yeah just just keep going you know we all have to learn i mean and we i still learn i've been doing that. i'm i'm much older than Corey and way older than Cade, but i'm still learning too and and it, 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 if you go to his page he's got great graphics well in this day day and gosh. age if you're
1: in the weather business <laughs> mm-hmm. you have to learn to keep up oh yes because oh, yeah. things change. Technology. technology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not only talking technology as in technology used to forecast. I'm talking about more of an understanding of the weather also changes.
0: Uh, yes. Yes, we've got climate change happening now. We've got, excuse me, we've got, you know, the ice caps melting. We've got all that. We need to have that climate change guy on here. Uh, you were we talking do. about. I have, okay, I think we're going to have a lot more... Uh, guests for 2020 i mean we're working on new stuff for 2020 now and uh yeah i just want to keep going it's going to be a lot of fun so anyway you know su- su- support your your weather enthusiasts, guys you know i mean again unless they're just spreading wrong information yeah now there are
1: there are some there are agencies to be cautious of right so if you start it's basically you got to use your 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 own common sense. Mm. If you feel like they're posting hype, hype after hype after hype. If you feel like they're posting to get likes and shares, that's exactly what they're doing. If they're posting weather information and not like this, share this. Then, if they're not posting, uh, for for to be glamorous or f- to be sexy. Right, <laughs> are weather people sexy? I don't know. Anyway, uh,
0: well, uh,
1: <laughs> depends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If they're right, right, right. in the weather, right, and they normally get it right, follow them.
0: Yeah, yeah. If they're reliable, definitely follow them. Uh, there are tons of them around here. So, and, and and I've I've said this for years. It's like don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't follow just one person. You know, you have the National Weather Service. Uh, which is, you know, above our pay grade, <laughs> you know, they, they've they got a lot more training than we do, but that's why we follow them. That's why we look at what they say and we, we, you know, share what they, you know, they, we have, we're a weather ready nation ambassador. That's our whole deal. And, and a, a few of our other uh, enthusiast friends are, are weather ready nation ambassadors. And if you get that, you know, uh, what is it? W R N W R N. Yeah, Weather Ready Nation. Yeah, if you got that sticker, uh, you're pretty reliable. So I would do that. Okay, boy, I apologize. I've just been on my soapbox.
1: <laughs> hey, did you see those uh, that, that sunset on Thursday? Wasn't that pretty? I did. Man. Oh, my gosh.
0: And you did a 3D of that, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I did. I, I took several different photos, and then I, I accidentally hit the 3D button, and, and I liked it, so I kept it, and then I, I posted it. It was pretty cool. It was amazing.
0: And you know what I like is like if we post something and then other people start seeing it
1: and they start sending us their pictures too. Oh, yeah. I I, think that's great. We got tons of pictures. You posted about it and I posted about it. Yeah. And both, we got tons of pictures in the comments. Yes. My mother, wow. I
0: mean, she hardly ever takes pictures. (laughs) She's got her iPad out there. I mean, I need to get her new battery because I think the thing only lasts about five minutes now (laughs) without the, yeah. Uh, I may surprise her for, for Christmas. Uh, with a new iPad, but don't that, tell don't that, tell her.
1: That's 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 a nice son. Yeah. Well, you know. Hey, they, they only last a few years. I mean, like the technology increases, you know, it changes. Oh, I know, I know. Well, I'm still using my little bitty. I know.
0: SE. I know. I know. Corey always gripes at me about that. Like I got my little SE phone, which I like. So the next phone I get's going to be the size of a of a car. Mm. I hate that. I just want a little phone. I don't want to have to. Do all sorts of stuff on it or whatever, but I don't know. Well, we're going to keep watching the uh, GFS and all the models and stuff, and hopefully we won't have a blizzard by Christmas or New Year's. And, oh, well, looky there, that's what the weather school's about today, all about a blizzard. Interesting. Yeah, so some interesting facts about the blizzard and uh, what the criteria is, and hopefully you won't be stuck in one. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormdar our weather school. A snowstorm? A blizzard? What's the difference? Oh man, these roads really are slick. I can't see the bumper of the car in front of us. I told you, we shouldn't come today. We should have checked stormed our weather. In the United States, the National Weather Service defines a blizzard as a severe snowstorm characterized by strong winds causing blowing snow that results in low visibilities. The difference between a blizzard and a snowstorm is the strength of the wind, not the amount of snow. To be a blizzard, a snowstorm must have sustained winds or frequent gusts that are greater or equal to 35 miles per hour with blowing or drifting snow which reduces visibility to a quarter mile or less and must last for a prolonged period of time typically three hours or more a severe blizzard has winds over 45 miles per hour near zero visibility and temperatures of 10 degrees fahrenheit or lower in antarctica Blizzards are associated with winds spilling over the edge of the ice plateau at an average velocity of 99 miles per hour. A ground blizzard refers to a weather condition where loose snow or ice on the ground is lifted and blown by strong winds. The primary difference between a ground blizzard as opposed to a regular blizzard is that in a ground blizzard, No precipitation is produced at the time, but rather all the precipitation is already present in the form of snow or ice at the surface. In the United States, storm systems powerful enough to cause blizzards usually form when the jet stream dips far to the south, allowing cold, dry polar air from the north to clash with warm, humid air moving up from the south. When cold, moist air from the Pacific Ocean moves eastward to the Rocky Mountains and the Great Plains, and warmer, moist air moves north from the Gulf of Mexico, all that is needed is a movement of cold, polar air moving south to form potential blizzard conditions that may extend from the Texas Panhandle to the Great Lakes in the Midwest. A blizzard may also be formed when a cold front and a warm front mix together and a blizzard forms at the borderline. Another storm system occurs when a cold core low over the Hudson Bay area in Canada is displaced southward over southeastern Canada, the Great Lakes, and New England. When the rapidly moving cold front collides with warmer air coming north from the Gulf of Mexico, strong surface winds, significant cold air advection and extensive wintry precipitation occur. So where did the term blizzard come from? Well, in the 1870s, an Iowa newspaper used the word blizzard to describe a snowstorm. Previously, the term blizzard referred to a cannon shot or a volley of musket fire. By the 1880s, The use of the word blizzard was used by many across the United States and in England. The upper Midwest and Great Plains of the United States tends to be the region that experiences blizzards most often. With few trees or other obstructions to reduce wind and blowing snow, this part of the country is particularly vulnerable to blizzards. However, blizzards can occur in any location that has a climate that experiences snowfall. Northern Arizona can experience blizzard conditions when a strong low-pressure system moves across southern Arizona and high-pressure builds strongly into the Great Basin. However, these conditions are rarely met due to the infrequency of strong low-pressure systems moving through the state. Blizzards can create life-threatening conditions. Traveling by automobile can become difficult or even impossible due to whiteout conditions and drifting snow. Whiteout conditions occur most often with major storms that produce a drier, more powdery snow. In this situation, it doesn't even need to be snowing to produce whiteout conditions, as the snow, which is already on the ground, is blown around, reducing the visibility to near zero at times. The strong winds and cold temperatures accompanying blizzards can combine to create another danger. The wind chill factor is the amount of cooling one feels due to the combination of wind and temperature. During blizzards, with the combination of cold temperatures and strong winds, very low wind chill values can occur. It is not uncommon in the Midwest to have wind chills below negative 60 degrees Fahrenheit during blizzard conditions. Exposure to such low wind chill values can result in frostbite or hypothermia. Blizzards can also cause a variety of other problems. Power outages can occur due to strong winds and heavy snow. Pipes can freeze and regular fuel sources may be cut off. An example of a blizzard that created a significant economic impact on a large area was the Great Blizzard of 1996. On January 6th through January 8, 1996, the Northeast was struck by a major blizzard that buried the region under one of the greatest snowfalls of the 20th century. Heavy snow and strong winds caused near zero visibilities for a prolonged period of time. The metropolitan areas of Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, New York, and Boston were virtually paralyzed as snowfalls of 19 to 31 inches created 5 to 8-foot snowdrifts. In the mountains of western Virginia and West Virginia, nearly 4 feet of snow was common. The storm caused more than $500 million in damage, killed 60 people and left the region paralyzed in a full five days after it ended. Two of the most notable blizzards are the Great Blizzard of 1888. More than 400 people in the Northeast died during the Great Blizzard, the worst death toll in the United States history for a winter storm. On March 11th and March 12th in 1888, This devastating nor'easter dumped 40 to 50 inches of snow in Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York. Huge snowdrifts buried houses and trains, and 200 ships sank in the waves whipped up by fierce winds. Another was the Great Blizzard of 1899. From Georgia to Maine, a punishing storm shut down the eastern seaboard beginning February 11th. The wintry weather brought record low temperatures, some of which still stand today, as well as record snowfall. The snow showers started in Florida and moved north, dropping 20 inches in Washington, D.C. in a single day, and a record 34 inches in New Jersey. A blizzard can shut down a city. Transportation can be impossible. People can be stuck in their homes for days. Electrical wires often go down because of the heavy wind and snow. This leaves people with no electricity. If you are caught outside in a blizzard, you risk frostbite and hypothermia. A blizzard can cause lots of property damage, such as roof cave-ins and windows breaking. Trees can fall on houses and cars. Blizzards can be the cause of a lot of car accidents. Cars can be stranded on highways for days. So, if your region ever gets under a blizzard warning, then you must take precautionary measures to protect yourself. A blizzard is another of Mother Nature's most powerful displays. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School. Brr. That made me cold. All that blizzard talk and snow and wind and crap that we're probably not ever going to have here. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. So, I hope everybody got a little educated with the blizzard. So, you got some stuff over there, don't you, Corey?
1: Well... In other news... In
0: other news, our new segment,
1: yes. Did you know this week, California recorded uh, some of the tallest waves ever recorded off the California coast? Ever recorded? Really? Why? They had a bomb cyclone that pounded the west coast last week. In the Pacific? Yeah. That's weird. A monstrous 75-foot wave was recorded about 20 miles off the coast of Cape Mendocino in northern California. Uh, this oh. is according to the University of California, San Diego. They have a coastal data information program. Holy cow. So they cow. monitor all that stuff.
0: Wait a minute. 75? That's seven 75 and a half stories.
1: 75-foot wave. In the 15 years the program has operated a station in that location, uh, that height has never even come close. They the, the waves typically don't exceed 10 feet tall during the winter. That's the tallest they'll ever, they'll ever be in the Ten. winter. Yeah. Wow. I bet those
0: surfer dudes were like hanging. Is that the word? They hang five, hanging hang ten. ten. I don't know. I don't. Know. Is that Hawaii? I don't know. Uh, listen it's to me, a about surfer thing. My old I self trying to be cool. Okay, seventy-five. That's that's a lot
1: of uh, of wave height. Wow. But nearby, uh, they're calling it the Thanksgiving bomb cyclone. It, it recorded or it caused hurricane strength winds nearby as well. This was last week? No, 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 no. This was was Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Out to sea at the time. It came closer to land. Wow, because we retired the tropics. So I haven't even been looking at the tropics. How bizarre. And if you don't know what a bomb cyclone is, bomb cyclones are storms that strengthen rapidly. Evidently, it strengthens very rapidly, Yeah. causing pressure to drop quickly. Lower (laughs) pressure yields stronger winds. Though it's unusual for waves to be this tall, track so far close to the coast, so close to the coast, especially this time of year.
0: And for me, I mean, I hear bomb cyclones and stuff that go on the east coast, right. not the west
1: coast. Oh man,
0: I bet those. I bet those. Yeah, I wonder what the temperature
1: was. I need to research that. Hurricane strength winds were recorded in Cape Blanco, Oregon. Oregon. Now this wow. is this is. Uh, A couple weeks ago, November twenty sixth. Okay, and this is the same day that seventy five foot wave was recorded. Uh, The gusts there topped one hundred and six.
0: Whoa! Can you believe that in Oregon? That's like a cat two.
1: It's up, yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, one eleven after one twelve becomes cat three. Close to it. Holy wow! I'm. I'm. Oh, okay. I'm. I'm looking at that now. Corey and I are sitting across from each other. When he starts reading stuff, I'm, I'm Googling it. <laughs> wow, that was CNN insane. had a great story on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, tons of stuff over there. LA Times, Thanksgiving week storm, 75 foot weight. So, I, yeah, okay, so it's all over the place. Holy cow. Well, that's, you know, we're ugh, the atmosphere is in turmoil at this point. And that's probably because uh, we've had those monster systems come uh, into. Uh, not that particular system, but, you know, coming in with snow and, and frigid cold. I don't know. We're going to have to get our January outlook here at some point. Yeah. yeah we'll have to figure that one out.
1: Well, <laughs> speaking of, uh, well, not January, but Christmas, and 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 we were talking about snow earlier and blizzards. And right, Yeah. And Every year, the TV meteorologists and people on the radio and social media, they're going to talk about the possibility or the probability of having a white Christmas. Yes, Everybody wants a white Christmas <laughs> mm-hmm. until it happens and then nobody can travel to go to grandma's.
0: Yeah, and then they, they complain about that. So,
1: <laughs> And they drive in the snow just to get there and almost die trying mm-hmm. to get there like, mm-hmm. like I did one time. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't fun, mm. but we did it. I bet. Anyway our buddy Travis meyer at kot yay in Tulsa okay came up with a map a graphic for white Christmas chances and this isn't just for this Christmas it's for any December okay 25th. so so any so it's Christmas be your average chance all right uh what would you think the average for Branson would be uh on December 25th seeing a white Christmas now a white Christmas means is it an inch of snow? At least an inch of snow. Okay. Yeah.
0: Either the night before or that day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say eight percent. Give
1: me a give me a range. Oh, five to ten percent. You would be incorrect. Ooh. Okay. Now, Tulsa it? and Miami and uh, Jasper, Arkansas, they are in the five to ten percent. So they're in the five. Okay. Five to ten. We're gonna raise, raise it to ten to twenty five percent. Now, wait a
0: minute. They think. So so Trav's graphic says Branson could have a ten to twenty five percent chance of having a white now, Christmas. Now there's
1: a big difference between ten and twenty five percent. Yeah. That's a one in ten to a one, one and in four. four. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Okay. and it's weird that the the, 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 the ten to twenty five includes most of southern Missouri <laughs> and southern Kansas, but it dips down into Arkansas and encompasses the Rodgers down to way south of Eureka Springs and to Harrison. So it, it 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 has northern Arkansas in it as well for the ten to twenty five. So I I guess that's uh How weird how long they've been taking records of snowfall on Christmas. I okay, so
0: so you said Travis is in Tulsa. Correct. A,
1: okay. Now this is a United States map. It shows everybody.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. so I, I would think Ransom would be much lower than that. Yeah. Because we haven't
1: had a white Christmas in 496 well, years. Well, if, <laughs> if it goes back to record keeping in 1899 or whenever, yeah. you know, they may have had more back then. than I true. know that they did because I had a little more. I remember white Christmases when I was little. And you're younger than me. I definitely remember white Christmases. So yes. So they happened. They even that made a song be-
0: about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't but, use it on Facebook or they'll mute it.
0: No, no, I, I tried that. I was an <laughs> idiot one time.
1: That was an oopsie on my part. So it, anyway, yes, that's correct. Wow. So, although that's the average, it may not be the reality now. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. One to ten. I, I'll buy the one to ten. But the one to four, mm, that means one, one every four years it's going to. Well, I don't know. Our buddy Dennis at the showboat said most of them were forks. Which means mild. So, since the spoons did not yield any heavy snows, maybe the four. Maybe it's all screwed up. Maybe the persimmons are like it could be. Yeah. So we'll probably get twenty
1: five inches of snow <laughs> this year. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. We'll have to wait. Well, I think I still think we've been average or pretty much above so far for the for the time being. I mean, we've had our. Dips below, yeah, but they're not that often.
0: Mm-hmm. Dips below meaning temperature or dips
1: below normal. Oh, okay, yeah. You know when we had that cold air come in, uh, yeah. Veterans Day, yeah.
0: We been, we, yeah no, that was really freaky. That was that was very unusual. So that's why I thought it was going to set a precedent. It's like, oh my god, yeah. But
1: then it just rebounded. We've had seventy since then. Mm-hmm. And this week. Not tomorrow, but the rest
0: of this week in the 50s, low 50s. And our normal high is in the middle 40s. But that's higher than normal. People don't realize that. Right. That's why I'm not concerned. Because,
1: you know. Well, when these fronts come through like it did today, the air was cold. That wind was cold. Yeah, it was. Had a little moisture in a little, little sprinklage. We had a little bit of sprinklage. It was more of a. I wouldn't even call it a sprinkle. It was a more mistage of a or something or heavy mist.
0: Yeah, because I was at intermission and like I think, you know, little sprinkles. Maybe like twenty little sprinkle lits.
1: Well, it's always good to know exactly what that temperature sprinkles. is, and the best way to know over a broad area of the StormDAR forecast area is what we call it is the StormDAR Weather Network. And did you know we added a brand new weather station today? Really? Ah, yes.
0: Oh good. We haven't
1: even posted it yet. I haven't even made a graphic for it yet. Awesome. I'll probably do that tomorrow. Okay. But uh we added one uh near Grove, Oklahoma. Between Grove, Oklahoma and Tiff City, Missouri. Okay. And that is, that is where uh the Seneca Cayuga Nation headquarters ah. are. And the Seneca Cayuga Nation. Which is an Indian tribe are partnering with us, and they say, "Hey, we want to join the Star awesome. with network." The uh, public safety director uh, contacted me about that, and uh, they mounted one on their fire station this morning. So we've
0: got the Native American tribe that's that's partnering with us now.
1: It's on there. It's already awesome. on our website as Woo-hoo. of a couple hours ago. Wow! So I'm gonna have to go see sitting, that, and they and they are directly to our west, about a hundred miles.
0: Oh, perfect! I
1: mean, directly to our west. Perfect. They're between Miami and Grove,
0: so so that's great.
1: Directly to our west, and that's, that. That puts them in a good position for us to know what's coming here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I see it. I see it. Grove Seneca Cayuga Tribe.
0: Nice. And you know, now that I'm looking at this, there seems to be some more on here.
1: We, well, I'm adding more a lot. You know, I'm going to be adding. Wow. A couple more this Taneyville. week. Now, Taneyville had an issue, right? They were down. They it's were down, down we a couple a, days, but they're back now.
0: Okay, because we, we, we had a, a comment or a message or something, and I went and checked, and Taneyville was
1: down. But they're, they're back up. But but we ordered a new one. As of this morning, we uh, have a new—I'm I, I, I'm trying to figure out what to call our people that are mounting these weather stations in their homes. Are they stormed our weather ambassadors? What do we call them? I don't know. Anyway, we're, or, hmm. we're, we're 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 getting a new one. Uh, somebody out of Forsyth, uh, his name's Tim. Uh, oh yeah, I saw the message. Just uh, the same weather station we have here, our awesome. headquarters. Yeah, he has an old TV, a ten foot uh, television antenna pole that that he's going to mount it on. Okay. So uh, by this time next week, hopefully, we'll have Forsyth. Included in the storm, we need have we,
0: we have a lot of Forsyth listeners. Oh, we have tons, followers.
1: tons of people on Forsyth. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we'll be able to see live rainfall just like we have on our site. Because you know, Forsyth tends to get more, they, uh, they pretty much more they, rainfall. They get more weather over there.
0: They do. come, come on, uh, Because uh, the Taney Como, because it snakes around, it's really beautiful. If you've not been oh, to yeah. Forsyth, it's a small little town. But it's got a scenic overlook, and Taney Como is got down two, like— Two or three. Yeah, yeah. They got like down 200 feet, and you can just look. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, if if anybody—we'll go take pictures. I mean, if, if you're not in this area and are, are interested
1: uh well, in we're going to be scenic. mounting a weather station this week uh, near Shadow Rock Park.
0: Oh, oh, perfect. So, it's perfect. It's,
1: perf- it's a perfect location, and we couldn't be any more happ- happier— uh, Oh yeah. So so Tim, if you're listening, we're excited to. He he's yes. very excited to work with Stormdar. He's a retired firefighter. Perfect. So he uh, just moved here about four years ago, and he has been following Stormdar for the, uh, a few months now. I think around the first of the year, he found out about Stormdar.
0: Sweet. Thanks, Tim. So, yeah, we uh, love we love hearing from our. I've never seen him
1: post on Facebook or comment, but you don't have to. But that just goes to show a lot of people don't. You know
0: yeah and and that's fine you don't have to the, the the only advantage to liking a post is the way facebook algorithms work it more of our stuff will show up but you don't have to we've got tons of lurk we almost just shy of 22,000 people we love it you know our, our job and like i said in the in the, the first block um like all of our jobs is is the the main end goal is to help inform and protect the public. And the more information that we have that we can provide, the better. So thanks,
1: Tim. Well, yeah. it just goes to show that people are actually going onto the website and using the information we provide. Mm-hmm. He's the one who told me that Taneyville was was down that day on I, Sunday. Yeah, we didn't I, know. I didn't know. <laughs> so. I'm glad that people are using the Stormbar mm-hmm. Weather Network. He said Taneyville was the closest to his house. And I go, Hey, where are you? Forsyth. How would you like to get a weather station? He he yeah. actually he actually asked how would I go about getting a weather station in Forsyth? So I sent him a link and told him what what we uh would what, what we think is a pretty good weather station, It's it doesn't break the bank, yet it, it seems to be very reliable. Yeah. So it's pretty much, you set it up there and you don't have to worry about so it. So
0: far, our, ours has been totally reliable. Yeah. So.
1: We haven't had to go up on the roof again and break our neck well, or anything like you that. you haven't. No. Well, I haven't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My mother would kill me if I'd up on the roof. Yeah. Uh, you know what you should do, seriously? Make a blog.
1: Yeah. Do a I'm blog do on that. there
0: and just you know list what we have, and that way, if anybody wants they can just see it right there or just continue to message us. I mean, you welcome to the, the storm door weather network. We will figure out something to do to, uh,
1: so we added the Seneca Cayuga nation today. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll add a uh, Forsyth and I have another one in my pocket sure. that we'll probably be adding in a few days as well. Awesome. That's and, a secret.
0: And Cade's Cade, uh, get wool away weather. Uh, Rocky comfort there. is on there. Uh, we're just glad to to have all these 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 tons of things. I mean, you can go to any one of these, especially if you know where it is around here. And on, like you mentioned before, Corey, it's like days like this when there's a cold front coming. You can see that temperature difference, that temperature line, which is awesome. When
1: we were when we were setting up the Seneca Cayuga, he was there and I was here. We were fifty three degrees, so the temperature had already started dropping here, but they were in the thirties over there already. Oh, that's wild. So, yeah. And yeah. I know that because they were sending me live data from their live, radio station. Yes.
0: And it uh, updates, well, to the website probably, what, every five minutes or something? Somewhere around there. Five to ten. Probably more like five. But, yeah, if you if you have the, your little console at your own station like we do here, it's every minute. Um, well, your console that you have in your kitchen, it's, just right it's up, live. Yeah, it's just live right up there. Yeah. yeah. Though. so that's really cool so yes so tim i'm going to give give tim some applause yes so thank you thank you thank you all right so what else you got you got tons of stuff well over there. we uh we are have you ever heard of spotify oh tons of my friends have Spotify. man i've been listening to spotify for years they, they keep sending me songs because i'm an arranger yeah and they say oh well here's the thing on spotify well, I it, it, well here's this lift this off Spotify. Everything's on Spotify. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Well, we're on Spotify now. Isn't that awesome? I mean, we I, are I tried, on Spotify. <laughs> I tried to get this on Spotify when we first started, and they have a certain criteria, mm-hmm. and you have to have a certain amount of listens and a certain amount of podcasts and this, that, and the other, and they were hard to get onto. Well, we finally met that criteria. Awesome, and we are on Spotify now. Woohoo. So we are adding to our our list of providers. You know, we got the iHeartRadio. Yeah, that Many was people a, enjoy that. A week or two ago, yeah. I would say I would say between Spotify and iHeartRadio, that's probably our our what most people uh have because it's it's universal on every phone or, 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 or tablet. It, it's not either Google or Apple. You know, oh, you know yeah, a lot okay. of people use Apple Podcast if you have an iPhone. That's, that's a lot of cross-platform stuff. Yeah, yeah. iHeartRadio is cross-platform. But we're I just think. trying to get out there on and be ac- accessible to everybody on as many platforms and yeah. and, and services that we can.
0: And if and, you know, if you like, listen to us and our little banter and our weather schools and. And and stuff, you know, uh, shift this out to your friends, you know. And it's like, hey, check out these nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have a lot of fun, and they're smart. They're really, really smart. <sighs> yeah. We wow. think we are. Well, yeah. We're, we're smart in our own. Yeah. Our, our we know own, what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we do that. Oh, wow. So that's a lot of in other news. I didn't have... See, when I make this podcast outline... And sometimes I, Corey gets here and I'm like, I don't have anything for, another you know, news or this segment or whatever.
1: And Corey never fails to provide. Let's go back to the weather network for a second. Oh, okay. Right. When somebody comes becomes a member of the StormDAR Weather Network, that means they purchase they have purchased a weather station, and I tell them how to upload it directly to us in real time mm-hmm. to our website. But I also have tell them that it is their responsibility in their hometown to spread the word that about the weather network and about the website. There you go. We have people in each hometown that the weather network is, is a part that we are in so far. So that's how the word gets spread. And it's, it's like a big web, you know, we're covering the area word of mouth, right? That's the, that's the best way
0: to do it. Word of mouth. And I know we have tons of people here in Branson, uh, Wow,
1: I you know if we if we could get a weather station close to Silver Dollar City, that would make my day.
0: Yeah, if anybody li- lives close to Silver Dollar City, they want. I'm to talking help us out.
1: Meadow Ridge uh, over there off two forty eight. That, that's three miles out of Silver Dollar City. As the Notch, crow flies. that's close enough to me. Really, I used to live over in Meadow Ridge, and it took a while to drive to Silver Dollar City, but I was three miles. As the crow flies, and mm. I could hear the train during Christmas in my bed at night. So yeah, oh. I, I was close enough.
0: I, w- I wonder if any of my friends from Silver Dollar City would maybe hoist a weather station on top of their media. Their they
1: something. have a weather station for the cave. I used to be a cave guide, but it, I, it's not one that would a newer one that would. Well, no, they would need the something internet.
0: that that we could, you know, similar to the ones that we have in the network. It would, yeah. Ah, uh, because I know, I know Brad and I know Jim. They know who I'm talking about. They're not listening to this. Brad but, and
1: Jim must be important.
0: Uh, no, they're very important. I know a few important people. <laughs> a lot of my entertainer friends. They they will know. They'll know who I'm talking about here.
1: Do you know uh, what's the entertainer guy? Uh, Cedric? No. DJ. DJ Calloway, D- yes, oh yeah, yeah.
0: I wonder if he's still at the at the, he's, at the he's city. He's still there. Yeah, He's there. Wow, wow. So I've been in Branson 21 years, and mm. and I I knew these people like right when I first moved in. So Silver Dollar City people, go go go. Love you. Um, so, okay, got anything else in the other news? Uh, nope. Well, I think it's time for the next segment. Then it's the weather word of the week. And this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week is...
1: It's a distrometer.
0: Of it is a distrometer. Uh, that's that's
1: a, scientific, a scientific instrument used to measure the size, distribution, and velocity of falling hydrometers such as raindrops. Ooh. Say that one word again. I don't have a distrometer. Where do you find those? You get those at the Dollar Tree?
0: Uh, no, I think they're just the, the Dollar General. Oh, yeah, I think just down, just, yeah. just down the road from from Dollar Tree. Or yeah, you're right. But there's an Ace Hardware right up here. They may have a distrometer. They here, might. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I don't know. I'm finding all these really cool. You know,
1: Oh, oh meteor. I was like
0: hydrometer. You said hydrometer right? because we you were she, on the distrometer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, your mindset was. Like thermometer instead of mm-hmm. thermometer. Because I always say thermometer. Why? Because it's a hydromete. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's a thermometeor. No. Thermometeor. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a very hot meteor. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, Why do I feel I just took the train and just shoved it right off the rails just now? Another
1: know. reason we should have a train whistle sound. I, you.
0: know. I actually have a train whistle. Do you have anything else? Because I could probably no. go get it. Oh, crap. Okay, well, next week. I'll have my train whistle next week. Uh, <laughs> and I'll have the, the sound
1: bite. Uh, I have a train whistle. You blow into it? Is that what oh, it yeah, is? Oh, yeah, yeah. How a about little... mine? You know where I got mine one? I got mine when I as a kid. Dick's Five and Dime? No, I got it at the Boxcar Willie show. Ooh, did yeah. you really? I yeah, sure did. I don't know where. He, by he, could do it. he could do it without a train whistle. He just did it. He could make the sound. Well,
0: Boxcar Willie is... One of the the (laughs) greats, you know. He He could do it.
1: Good show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you know, and people, we we go on SoundCloud, and we can tell uh, a general vicinity of where people listen to our podcast, and a lot of them are not around Branson.
1: Yeah, Which I think is awesome. I got on there the other day, and there were some from other countries listening. I know. I love it. So, yeah, send us a message. Send us a
0: picture of your weather. I mean, if you're over in... uh, Gosh, I mean, there's several countries. Or maybe they just clicked on us by mistake. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I've got plans. I've got the... Uh, uh, the. Uh the, the hype train sound drop, and I'm going to get the thing. Okay, I've got it all set up for next week. All right. All right. Got anything else? No. Okay, well, let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdarweather. Like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to StormdarWeather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.